0: Hi there and welcome to Abroad With Care, the 10-minute podcast that makes health easy for expats in Asia. My name is Andrea and every day I help expats make the most of their life abroad. With this podcast you will finally get the practical answers you need on budgets, hospitals, maternity and many more topics. Twice a month leading experts will share advice and tips to help you protect yourself and your family. This podcast is created in partnership with April International, a leading insurance services group supporting expats when it matters. When you walk down the streets of Hong Kong and Singapore, you surely haven't missed them. I'm talking about traditional Chinese medicine shops. We hear a lot about them, but what is traditional Chinese medicine? And why is it getting so popular, particularly in the expat community? I'm happy to introduce Roxane Izadat a Chinese medical practitioner based in Hong Kong. Roxanne's treatments focus not only on relieving symptoms, but also on improving overall well-being. And today she talks to us about TCM, what it really is and how you could benefit from it. But first, let's listen to Tamlin's story. Tamlin is originally from Zimbabwe and is one of Roxanne's patients. She shares with us her journey with TCM and why she started when she arrived in Hong Kong 15 years
1: ago. My boys have been lucky enough to go to um, Chinese schools with lots of um, Chinese families. And gradually, you hear about um, different forms of um, Chinese medicine through the moms. You know, if something's wrong with your child, rather than giving them um, Western medicine with all the chemicals, they will always suggest something else. More recently, um, it's been for myself, drinking different terrible tasting um, medicines but um, they do tend to make me feel better and I think it's also a mental state you know if you feel what you're putting into your body is more natural mentally you should feel better anyway. For me it's um, definitely um, working with injuries um, You know, as we get older, I feel, you know, our bodies are changing and we're working harder. You know, there's a lot more stress running a family, a business, children. It just, you know, there's too much going on. So that's where TCM has definitely helped me. Um, I was lucky enough to meet Roxanne. She has been incredible in helping me deal with... Not only my injuries, you know, sore shoulders from work every day, sore back from sitting down all day, um, all of that, but also just finding myself, you know, having her do acupuncture. um, This is something that has really changed my life. It wasn't only the injuries, it was also working with someone who understood the stresses of life and actually took that stress away from me and I think that's what Chinese medicine does. The little bit of time that I do get to see her once or twice a month, it just gives me that, um, that energy to carry on with the rest of the day. Hi Roxanne,
0: thanks for joining us today and providing insight into traditional Chinese medicine. Samlin sounds pretty enthusiastic about the treatments you are giving her. We're very excited to learn more about TCM with you. Firstly, it would be quite important to explain what traditional Chinese medicine is, so it might be good to go over some of the key principles of TCM.
2: Sure. Um, traditional Chinese medicine is a holistic, natural healthcare system. It dates back about 2,500 years. It's holistic and natural. Um, because it stimulates the body's own natural mechanisms for healing. Um, it takes account into account all aspects of a person's life, rather than just the overt symptoms we experience. So for example, a TCM practitioner would treat your headache and the symptoms, but it also addresses the root causes of the headache and helps restore balance to the body, mind, and spirit.
0: Mm. So what are the different elements of TCM?
2: I think the most well-known is acupuncture, and then there's herbal medicine and cupping. Then there's gua sa, which is a kind of scraping, and then there's tuinan acupressure, which are a kind of massage. There's also nutrition and qigong, which is a kind of medical exercise.
0: Mm, okay, so what are the different elements of TCM?
2: So in general it alleviates symptoms um, that you're experiencing and it also addresses the root cause of an issue. Um, It instills a greater sense of well-being and calm. It helps people relax and have a better peace of mind. It improves body functions like circulation, it improves sleep, and just overall helps your body function better. Um, Your digestion improves, your menstruation can be easier. Um, all of your symptoms just tend to work a little bit better when you're under TCM care. So I think one of the interesting things about uh, traditional Chinese medicine is that most people associate it with acupuncture and they associate it with uh, recovering and recovering from injuries such as back pain injuries or back pain or knee pain or shoulder pain. And while acupuncture and Chinese medicine are fantastic at those things, um, they help get people back to work really quickly and out of pain. They also, you know, traditional Chinese medicine is also great at treating, you know, not just the body, but the mind and the spirit as well. And um, I think a lot of people don't realize it can help with things like anxiety, insomnia, um, racing thoughts, um, even grief. Um, These are things that people People don't really think there's any solution to sometimes, and traditional Chinese medicine is quite adept at treating that. Hmm.
0: It's interesting that you've mentioned what some of the assumptions might be when it comes to TCM. Could you share a story about maybe a patient that you've had before that that has come in for a pain and then received some sort of treatment that might not be what they expected?
2: Um, I had a young woman come in, and uh, she came in ostensibly for knee pain. She had an injury from snowboarding, and she wanted to get her knee back in shape. And we worked on it and improved quite quickly, which was great. But during treatment, she told me that she suffers from pretty bad anxiety and insomnia. And it was almost debilitating and she wasn't able to go to social functions and she wasn't really sleeping, which was exacerbating the problem. So we worked together after her knee got better and we worked with acupuncture and some uh, herbal treatments and we were able to keep her anxiety at bay and get her sleeping again, which helped her improve drastically. And she was able to kind of reenter her life and function at, uh, a better, in a better way than she was before with treatment. And um, it's just it's really gratifying to see that someone's able to walk through life again with vigour and thrive when, when they've had a problem like that.
0: As I mentioned before, we can see and hear a lot about TCM. Traditional Chinese medicine has become more and more known, particularly in, re- in recent years. Um, And especially within the expat community, how could you explain this trend?
2: Hmm. I think people are starting to begin to understand that everything is interconnected and acupuncture and TCM treat the whole person, not just their digestive system or their muscular system. Um, It helps alleviate symptoms while getting to the root of the problem. So again, we treat the headache, but also at the same time, your sleep can improve. You have a greater sense of calm. So I think this is quite an attractive approach for most uh, busy expats. I think another reason for its rising popularity is because it's natural and effective. Um, The practitioner takes into consideration your whole lifestyle, your stress, your diet, your emotions, not just the symptoms. So we get a whole picture of you. And again, this is just an appealing approach for modern people.
0: So on that note, then, how can Chinese and Western medicine traditions be merged?
2: TCM has been addressing concepts uh, for over a thousand years that Western medicine has only recently embraced. Um, Western medicine is great at looking at individual symptoms and Chinese medicine sees the interconnectedness of the symptoms. So naturally they lend themselves to helping each other. Um, Today, in Hong Kong, Singapore, and China, we see TCM in most major hospitals working side-by-side with Western medicine. But we also see it in many U.S. hospitals as well. Um, For example, in Johns Hopkins University Hospital in Baltimore, they use acupuncture to help cancer patients with the side effects of chemotherapy. So it's really starting to take hold in hospitals that Western medicine is seeing the benefits of traditional Chinese medicine, and they're working together to help the patient recover faster, better and stronger.
0: Mm, that's an interesting point that you raise then. So how can traditional Chinese medicine be incorporated as well into our everyday life?
2: Well, I think the first way would be to take an herbal formula from your practitioner because that can that's a little bit of... Um, TCM every day. But barring that, you can your practitioner can teach you some breathing exercises that help increase the flow of chi through your body. You can do exercises like qigong or tai chi to help the flow of energy. Um, you can eat with the seasons. Um, you can eat warmer foods and drink warmer liquids to help with digestion. Um, You can do acupressure massage to help with the flow of chi and just to help alleviate symptoms. And in general, you can live with the seasons of nature. That's what TCM is based on.
0: On that note, you've mentioned TCM practitioners. So what would your advice be to choose the right TCM practitioner?
2: Well, first, choose someone that was qualified. I think it's always good to get a recommendation from people that you trust. But I think the most important thing is to find someone that you connect with, someone that listens to your concerns and asks about your lifestyle and your emotions. Um, I think that TCM practitioner is much like a GP. Um, They're going to be with you for the long haul. Um, You don't visit your GP all the time. but once you've recovered from something, you tend to go back for something else. And that's exactly what a TCM practitioner does. They kind of walk with you through life. So finding somebody that you can communicate with and that you can trust and that you like is really important because it helps the healing process along.
0: Are there any places or resources that expats can use to become more informed, for
2: example, with TCM? Sure, there's multiple websites. I think you can contact your insurance company and you can get on any of the health forums for Hong Kong or Singapore or China and people ask all sorts of questions and I think you can get some really good recommendations there.
0: So we've discussed some great points today on traditional Chinese medicine. Um, In recent years, it's become more well-known and we can see TCM currently playing a major role in Hong Kong and Singapore hospitals. It's definitely... A healthcare approach that's growing recently and it's a really interesting approach that you can merge in your and incorporate into your everyday life um so thanks again roxanne you've provided some great insight into this topic my pleasure thank you for listening to abroad with care make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on any health related topics your friends may have the same questions as you and you can help them out by sharing this episode with them Do you want to know more regarding health insurance? April International is here for you. Find out more information at asia.april-international.com.